to the Feed You podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Feed You podcast. I'm Elisa Connor, and I am so grateful you're here. This is episode 82, and we are talking today specifically about pivoting your small business during the coronavirus, COVID-19, and beyond. Um, we are now officially in Colorado about a week into our lockdown status, and there's a lot of concern with businesses that are either um, having to let their employees go, close our doors, or just... Um, overall not being prepared or not knowing how to handle the uncertainty of what's going on in our world. And so um, I wanted to give you guys some insight into things that you can do in different industries as a small business. Um, Just because things are shifting, just because things look very differently than they looked, say, a week ago or a month ago or a year ago, it doesn't mean that it's the finale for you. However, um, if you did not (laughs) move your business into an on more online um, platform or you you don't have a very strong online presence you're gonna have to play a little catch-up that doesn't mean that it's the end of the world for you um, and that things have to completely end but there are definitely some things you can be doing specifically if um, you are quarantined at home or you you are in kind of a lockdown status like we are Um, and it should be a good crystal ball for you about what the future looks like. Because if you haven't picked up on the reality that a lot of our world is becoming digital with um, simple examples like Amazon, Uber, Lyft, all of those things that have been happening over the last few years are all ways that business is moving into an online arena. And um, people want things um, and they want them quickly and they want their experience to be effortless and they want um, they want to know that they can depend on you to deliver and so many um, people in in industries that I have been looking at from a marketing perspective are taking full advantage and are pivoting and are doing exceptionally well so I'm going to give you a few examples but I also have five different tips or questions you can ask um, during this time specifically to see you know how can you stay active and still bring money in um, and still basically survive and thrive this um, current situation that we're in. And um, as I talked to more people, I gathered more and more examples. But the first um, question that, that I want you to sit down and kind of ask yourself and brainstorm, so maybe get out a piece of paper while you're listening to this episode is, you know, what can you do quickly to get your business online. So if you're a consultant or a coach or um, a mentor of some in some way to people, you know, can you move that online using technology like Zoom? I know I had to just teach my mom and um, a few other people how to use Zoom because they had never used it. I had a client who does yoga and I, I turned her on to Zoom and now she's offering um, a couple of free classes for people to get going, but then she's going to move that into a membership site and start charging um, for classes via Zoom because she can see people doing their yoga. She can give them um, not necessarily hands-on adjustments, but she can tell them, you know, lift your shoulder higher here. You can do this. So 
It is possible if you think outside of the box for nearly any business to get some traction and even some revenue generated during this time where we're locked down. And that's my um, hope for you with this episode is that I give you some ideas to start thinking about how you as a small business owner, as an entrepreneur, can keep the wheels moving and keep the ball rolling. Um, Because there are definitely people that are still working from home that are still generating an income um, that have not been affected by unemployment. And those are people that have money to spend. And so, um, and then there's people that are prepared and this is not a permanent thing. That's the other thing I want you to, to keep in mind. Our world will never look the way it did before this happened, however, that doesn't mean that it has to be destitute or dismal. So keep that in mind, keep your thoughts high. Um, moving on with, you know, going into some other examples for that question, you know, how, what can you move quickly online is, do you have products um, that you can sell in an online capacity. So for example, if you're a hairstylist, maybe you have hair products that you use with your clients and now they're at home and they they have to do their own hair. So for, an, for example, my mom usually gets her hair blown out every week um, at the uh, hairstylist because she has really thick hair and it's hard for her, she's older and it's hard for her to hold the dryer that long. And so an example of this could be if you're a hairstylist, maybe you get on Amazon and you set up like a little, um, shop for yourself and you offer a hairdryer. Um, my stylist uses one that is, um, oh, I'm trying to think of the technology. Um, but anyway, it doesn't matter. It dries your hair in half the time. And so if you, you know, maybe you offer the hairdryer and brushes and shampoo and conditioner and styling products, and then you do some YouTube videos to show how to get done faster, how to make it through. Um, you know, how to hide your roots until you can get back in. Um, you know, if you're, if you're desperate and you have to do your own color, like which ones to choose uh, that won't damage your hair, that won't interfere with what you've already got going on. I don't, I don't know exactly cause I'm not in that industry, but you know, how can you do that? Another problem that I see, um, a lot on Facebook is everybody has these gel nails or acrylic nails and now they're growing out cause you know, we're two weeks in and they're like, I don't know how to take these off without ruining my nails. And so can you do a tutorial to help and offer some products that you can make either an affiliate income from, or you can sell them directly and make a percentage, um, to help them get through. And so that would be kind of in the beauty world. And then, you know, another option is what kind of training can you offer online? Can you offer some kind of training, training like um, my client that does yoga online that people will pay for that they still get your one-on-one attention, you're just not in the same room and starting to get creative. And then also if you have a community, you know, do you, can you create some sort of community environment that people will pay for? So like a membership, um, where people can come together. The one that comes to mind is like, if you belong to like, say you're running a networking organization and, um, you have members that still want to network. There's no reason you can't do that with the technology we have available and just move it to an online community until this all ends. People can still network. You can set up, um, ways for people to get in touch with each other, you know, post, post the big gathering, um, or you can just set up those one-on-one interactions for people and do like kind of a matchmaker system. But you know, how can you keep people still engaged, involved and get, keep your brand in front of them? So that's question number one. Question number two is how can you become more or stay visible in front of your ideal clients? And, um, 
there's a couple of ways you can do this and some of them are probably pretty in your face right now. One is to get on social media and start uh, being a value to the people that you're trying to get in front of. And I gave a couple examples of that with hairstylists, you know, so maybe you're recommending a certain styling product for a certain type of hair and you get on and you do a tutorial of yourself in the mirror, recording it with your phone. And it doesn't have to be perfect. People will still be like, oh my gosh, I totally can do that now because she showed me. Um, And they'll try it. And does that mean they're never gonna come back and get their hair done from you? Absolutely not. They're probably counting the days until you're back open. And so, um, you know, how, how can you be of benefit for them on social media rather than just, I've seen over and over, things done so poorly. Um, you know, immediately trying to sell your products without any kind of warm up. Um, you know, you've never gotten an email from somebody and then all of a sudden they're, they're emailing you to buy all of their products. And that's like the epitome of um, going on a first date and asking somebody to marry you. And then the other, the opposite is, is like, I have actually seen some GoFundMe's from these people and I'm like, you know, that it just reflects so poorly on you as a business owner. I would highly recommend not doing that. I mean, just do, try to think outside the box a little bit with your marketing and um, and get some business that way. And I'm gonna give you a couple more examples rather than do that because it just, it, it doesn't give you a long-term benefit to operate that way as a business owner. It's actually gonna do more damage for you in the long run. So I just wanna really, um, encourage you not to not do that like as a last resort you know you might want to do that but i would not recommend it so um and then you know the the other way is like maybe you have some time on your hands and you're sending some hand written notes or you're um creating some additional emails just to reach out to people that haven't been in touch with you for a while and i'll get to some some things you can say to them in just a few minutes um but you know how can you reach out to those people that are either really good clients or that have kind of fallen off the wagon so one of the examples that comes to my mind that i'm going to talk about in a little bit is people that are in the chiropractic or alternative medicine arena you know you might be like oh we can't be open but how can you think outside the box um to reach out to people now so that when you do reopen, they're ready to come in and see you. And whether that's around education or um, it's gonna take some thinking outside the box on your part, but you know, are you offering them uh, stress relief at home or are there things that you can do to, um, you know, record, you know, there's ways that you could do some uh, self massage, like uh, with a foam roller or a tennis ball or something like that to alleviate pain while in the in-between, things like that. And then last but not least, this was a sample that came across my desk was like, how can you show up as a community resource during this time? And I, um, Uh, this came across my inbox because one of the chambers in the area actually is doing this on a weekly basis where they're reaching out to the community to purchase gift cards um, for all the different restaurants in in the area and so um, say there's a pizza place and a Chinese place and a 
I don't know, an Italian place and a Mexican place and maybe like a burger joint. And they buy gift cards for all of these places and people donate them. So the restaurants are getting business and then they are delivering meals from the restaurant to local hospitals so that the people that are there can have a break from all of the um, trauma and things that they're having to deal with on a daily basis. So it's a great way to give back and it's a great way for the the chamber to get in front of its members in a, in a way as a um, positive community activist, but also in a way to support the businesses that are still open. So restaurants and then of course the workers that are trying to keep us all healthy and safe. So great way to think outside the box. Hooray for you, Superior Chamber, if you're listening. Um, and um, just, I challenge you to think about how you could do that in your own business. Like, how can you show up as a community resource? Um, another example of this, you know, is pivoting your business is, and I'm actually going to save that one because that goes under number four, but there's another way you can do this um, that would be a community give back. But I'll get to that in just a second. So, the third question that I would uh, encourage you to ask yourself is what can you do now in preparation for when you do reopen? Um, because everybody's got a little bit of time on their hands. And I know, I don't know about you guys, but it feels like these days go really fast anymore. Um, faster than normal. And my days normally go really fast. So what, you know, what time or how much time can you set aside every day to kind of prepare yourself and set the groundwork so that you can hit the gate running and help as many people as possible when you can be back open and to try and recoup some of the revenue that you're not uh, generating right now. Um, And one thing I really want to say about that, and it's, um, it's going to lead to a story that happened to me, but um, we, so I'll just tell you the story first. Uh, Over the weekend, the hot water heater went out and um, I don't know about you, but you you quickly realize that uh, the luxury of hot water when you don't have it, no showers, no laundry, no uh, hot water for cooking, on and on and on. Um, And so, we tried to fix that on our own. It was, it's, the water heater was not very old. I think it was four or five years old. So we tried to fix it. We could not find the parts, could not find the parts. And finally I was like, I'm done. I'm just hiring a professional to do this. So lesson number one, hire a professional and save yourself a ton of time. Um, and when the bid came back, um, which they did an excellent job and they, they actually repaired some things that we weren't even aware of were wrong with the piping and different things. Um, because my, my house is getting older and you know, the things that were installed at the time when they built it are just not what's current technology. And so the bill was, I don't know, like around $2,400. And I was like, Oh, um, because we're in a very uncertain time right now. And so it's easy to move into that mindset, but I have been constantly kind of chatting in my head or um, repeating in my head the mantra that money is always available. Money is always available to you. And that's kind of your mindset um, takeaway this week is money is energy and we can control the energy that comes in and goes out by our thoughts. And so if I continue to repeat the mantra, it's easy to attract more money. It's easy to make more money. Money comes to me easily. Um, Money is always available to me. The universe always provides to me. Um, That is where you keep your vibration, for lack of a better term. And when you keep your vibration there, it, the universe has no 
um, choice but to respond to that vibration in a positive light so if you are struggling with with finances right now you're struggling with the money I want to challenge you to change your mindset and tell me what happens when you when you truly change your mindset and it's not lying to yourself it's changing the what you're focusing on so if you're focusing on for example I talked to my mom and she's watching the news every day I'm like stop watching the news put yourself on a news diet literally like one time a day it's it's one thing to be informed and it's one thing and quite another to be consumed by the news and the same goes for money like if you're stressed about money you know what do don't be ignorant of it of course not but make a list of all the things that you have to pay for and then create a little plan about how you're going to tackle that and then leave it walk away go for a walk create something which is point number three to move your business forward and just know that it will be taken care of as sure as you know that the sun is coming up tomorrow know that you're going to be taken care of and so um, when I say focus on this this is going to help you do this focus on what you can do now to elevate the number of people coming through your door later um, that's what I mean by this is like money will come it's just sometimes not always on our time frame and when we get wrapped up in that fear mentality it's really easy to delay uh the certainty of money and abundance and all those things coming into your life and trust me i've done it many many times that's how i can tell you <laughs> that what will work and what will not work is if you're focusing on lack you're going to have more lack if you're focusing on abundance you're going to have more abundance um so take a look at like what marketing projects you put on the back burner because you were busy. Do you need to update your website? Do you need to start growing your email list? Do you need to create a CRM so that you can stay in touch with your customers better? Do you need to evaluate your business um, goals and projections so that you are moving in a new direction? A uh, perfect example of this is the food industry, which we're going to get to in a minute. There are so many small mom and pop restaurants who have just basically closed their doors and are not going to reopen because they didn't take the initiative to get in line with technology to be able to continue operating or jump on the bandwagon to continue operating in a way that enabled them to do delivery and carry out the people that have pivoted in that direction i'm going to give you some specific examples in a minute um, are doing it even better than what they normally would and so you may have to take a look at your overall vision strategy and goals and see okay we're here now now uh, we open say we open back up in another two weeks three weeks i can't remember what it what it is in colorado but nationally let's say it's a month you know it, does that mean that we're never going to be have be on lockdown again probably not because this virus it keeps mutating and it's so uncertain that there's no certainty going forward and so as you're planning that doesn't that's i'm not saying that to put you in a fear mode what i'm saying is that you can plan strategically how to um ride the bumps in the road like if you imagine as i always imagine entrepreneurship and small businesses um like we're always on a roller coaster <laughs> there's some ups there's some downs there's some ups there's some downs and so how do you manage those um those times when you're you know the roller coaster is kind of going down and maybe you have to be closed again like what can you implement and start thinking outside of the box to implement to keep you going during those periods when you don't have any control over what's happening in the outside world. Um, so, and then 
you know, put it into action. There's a lot of people out there right now that, you know, like maybe you need a, you need a website overhaul. Well, everybody understands we're all in the same boat and we know that money is not necessarily, uh, flowing right now for people you're not not having as many sales or whatever but ask if you can do a payment plan so maybe you do a deposit now and then as the business opens and you start to get an influx of more people you can pay off you know some website changes or you can tackle it on your own i did a great tutorial on youtube last week for businesses that have products and serve and um specifically restaurants that have menus and things like that that they need to set up that you can do for free if you have square so you can check that out i'll put it in the show notes so you can link so you can get to it but great youtube t- tutorial on that um and just think about you know what can you do now and for planning for the future but also what can you do now to generate more income later and that leads me to number four which is ask yourself, what can you do to bring in money now? And there's a lot of people that um, are in the situation where they just can't work. Salons are one of them. Um, The uh, chiropractic industry is one. A lot of uh, any kind of gym or physical exercise kind of thing, but there's a ton of things you can do in that arena to keep your people engaged and paying. Um, And again, the people that were on this earlier in the game already figured this out, but that doesn't mean you can't do it for your customers and the people that constantly are working with you. Um, The people that are getting it right are uh, already, they've already moved into that arena where they're offering like yoga online. They're offering um, group fitness classes online. They're offering um, group fitness classes that happen live and then they can pay for the recording on and on and on. Or you get a membership and you get both. Um, There's a million ways to do this. So if you're in the food industry, obviously we're a week into this and a lot of businesses have already adapted to Uh, offering online menus where they can do their regular menu um, for takeout or delivery. A lot of companies are moving their uh, wait staff and other employees into a delivery driver role because it can keep the money rolling in for them. Um, There's still some other ones out there. I know we just went to our favorite pizza place. They're just doing takeout right now. And I'm wondering how long it's they're going to survive without having some kind of online capabilities. Um, and it's a total mom and pop. It's, it's absolutely our favorite pizza place because they have excellent food, but they are one of the ones that really need to move forward with doing something online. Um, it's going to save them a lot of time. It's going to um, streamline their uh, ordering, streamline their payment collection, and free up time for people to go to delivery and extend their, um, what am I trying to say, their delivery boundary so they can actually go further. Um, does that take a little bit of investment up front, either time or money? Yes, everything does, everything in marketing your business. But if you wanna keep the doors open, you gotta get a little bit scrappy. Um, so the other, what I have seen working really well also, and I'm sure you guys have seen it, um, two different examples here in the food industry. One is you have restaurants that are also, um, because they wanna keep their suppliers 
in business are continuing to order food and they're selling that food as a kit. So like, for example, we have a restaurant here in um, Broomfield that they do a lot of steak. They do, it's kind of a higher end um, dining option, but they, they have steak and chicken and all that stuff. And so they put together a meal kit that basically had like six burgers, two or four steaks, um, and then like some household things, butter, eggs, things that you're having, people are having a hard time to find. Butter, eggs, um, a cake, and like a, a topping for the cake and ice cream. And it was a totally great deal. It was like 70 bucks and you got all this, you got a ton of food. And then there was another one I saw that was Mexican food and they had a bunch of Mexican food and then toilet paper, which I thought was hilarious. A gallon of milk, cause that was also something that has been hard to get. Um, and theirs was like, I don't know, 40 bucks. It was also a really good deal. And then the uh, liquor license stuff in Colorado has been lifted a little bit. And so they can actually do margaritas to go. And so they put the margaritas. I, I don't know how they delivered them because I haven't ordered margaritas, but I know they have it as an option and I know people that have done it and they thought it was great. And then um, some of the breweries and wineries in Colorado have started to, I'm trying to think of what those bottles are called. Um, I'm not a beer drinker. It's so obvious, but um, there's the kind of fat bottles that you can get of beer and they start growlers there you go sorry it wasn't coming to me so they're you know they're selling growlers of different beer and having people take that to go the winery that i love in my um little downtown part of arvada they will actually deliver wine they delivered wine to me and so you know what do you have and so and in doing that um sold me into their wine membership which happens every other month and you get two bottles but it was a no-brainer i think the wine membership was forty dollars every other month and you get two bottles of wine well a bottle of their wine that is my favorite is 40 bucks like just one bottle so i'm basically getting a bottle for free and you're like well i don't need to drink that much wine well i don't drink that much wine either i love it but it's really nice to have it as a client gift um, as a gift for you know friends and neighbors thank you gifts all that kind of stuff and it's helping me support them through the lean time um, and so you know what can you offer in your business or your restaurant that is kind of thinking outside the box a couple other ones that I've seen um, there's a restaurant in downtown Denver they're offering meal kits that are like basically take and bake they will make the entire meal for you and then they give you instructions to stick it in your oven you bake it and you're ready to go and um what's really nice about them is that they have gluten-free and vegetarian options so it's kind of setting them apart just like you would in a regular restaurant um uh, market where you're trying to be a little bit different than other people um but they're offering those in like i think it came in a three pack five pack and maybe a 10 pack of meals. And then I, I couldn't remember how many servings, but it was it was done very well. And they're like, you don't even have to get out of the car. You just call us when you're here and we're gonna run it out to you. It's gonna be ready. Um, and even retail is doing that. I've been making masks for um, hospitals. I got on this mask challenge thing and I, I like to sew. And so um, I ran out of elastic. It's one of the things that you like that you run out of. And so I was like, oh, I wonder if I can get this from Michael's, you know, how can I have it delivered? Will it get here in time? You know, all of that kind of stuff because things are just kind of caliwampus right now. And so I look and they're like, oh, you have curbside delivery. And so I ordered it and um, they sent me a message and they said, we, we will, we have curbside delivery. And so um, placed my order, pay for it got an email. They said, we'll email you when it's ready. 
emailed me when it was ready. They're like, call this number when you pull up and we'll run it out to the curb. So sure enough, called the number five minutes later, open the window, guy gave me the order, put it in my car and I was on my way. So you could create something like that for your business is what I'm saying. I'm giving you these examples so you have ideas. And then last but not least, um, I ran across a couple of different businesses that were formerly wholesale only, like they would only sell to restaurants and coffee shops and um, other uh, businesses, basically. And they were a bake, they're a bakery. And they have had to pivot their business to sell to retail. And so of course that took a little bit more ingenuity and they've had to put their employees into a a little bit different role um, of doing delivery. So now they're doing delivery of pastries. They put their entire menu online and changed the pricing for retail, um, enabled credit card processing. This is all in a week, enabled credit card processing and their business is skyrocketing. Um, Now he's doing these great little videos on Facebook, Facebook Live showing some of the recipes that he does um, and how they do it. And, you know, do you think that's going to cut down on his business? Absolutely not, because people don't want to do it. They want somebody else to do it and bring it to them. And they couldn't make it easier. So um, it's just about, you know, thinking, how can you do that? Those are all foods. So same with salons. Like you could look at if you have a salon or a beauty industry and think about, you know, what could you package and put together now knowing that everybody's at least home for the next three to four weeks, they probably need their roots done. They're gonna need uh, maybe a dry hair treatment. They're going to need um, a cut and just a refresh. And maybe they need a cut, um, a color, a highlight, because spring and summer are coming and they need their nails done. So what package could you put together now at a um, rate that you're still getting paid but incentivizing them to buy it now. So maybe you put together, it's let's say it's a $200 package and you're offering it for $150. Could you do that and still make money, but have money coming in now and limiting it to like in the next 48 hours? Like if you purchase this in the next 48 hours, we can book your appointment now. And then if things, you know, for some reason we can't hold it, then I, you will be first on the list to be called to be rescheduled. Um, and you know, I don't, I don't know exactly how you could figure out the scheduling piece of it, but it's worth at least creating that. And even if you can't put it online, you call up your best customers and you say, Hey, this, I know where you're at and you're probably gonna have to listen to some complaining a little bit about complaining about roots and all that stuff, but that's okay because they're telling you everything that they're going to need when you can reopen. Um, can you offer uh, pay ahead services? So like, for example, the um, lady that does my mom's blowout, well, she knows she comes at least once, she usually comes twice a week. So that's eight different hair blowouts. So what if you sold an eight pack and instead of it being, I think she usually charges 20 or $25, maybe she charges um, $15 for each of those, but you pay it now. And so it's saving you money over the long run, but it's also, um, helping you to generate some income now. And so, um, you would have to figure out, you know, how many of those you could do to ensure that you're, um, you know, you have enough time to fit those in when you open back up. But, um, because, you know, it's a fine balance between getting, getting some income coming now and then also generating income when you, when you reopen. 
but just some ideas or could you create gift certificates and people are creating you know they're giving you gift certificates that they're purchasing now that they're going to use later same concept um, but it generates some info some um income for you now and then realtors this is another tricky one because you can't really be doing open houses or if you do they're very stringent and there's a lot of rules and people don't want to do it there's a lot of uncomfortableness so how could you as a realtor um reach out and do things a little bit differently and so uh, you could do virtual video tours you could do a virtual open house where you um, create like a facebook live and people type in questions like can we see the inside of the cupboards sure um and you could even involve the homeowner like if they didn't want you in their home you could have them be uh, the head of the video call to um you know walk people through like can you show me um you know how big is the linen closet can you show me like what the front yard looks like all those kinds of things so and then more importantly um other than that is like you can do some customer follow-up so maybe you had this is a great time to do some um, customer touch points of like hey we reached out to you a couple months ago we weren't ready now we are going to be ready or we're going to be ready in june what can i do to to help you get ready now so that we can get your house listed faster and then um last but not least is like what uh resources can you offer to your audience uh now that they can start so like maybe decluttering everybody's home they want to declutter they don't know what to get rid of they don't have a resource of where to get rid of it can you become the resource to give them those answers so those would be some suggestions for realtors and then last but not least we talked a little bit about um, people kind of in the healing realm, um, alternative healing, like chiropractors, energy workers, um, acupuncturists, all those kind of people is like, same kind of thing. Could you pre-sell a package now that they can come in? Um, could you create some sort of video diagnosis? Um, kind of like, I'm trying to like Teladoc or um, WebM, not WebMD, but like, you know, how they have the video doctor services. Could you do something like that? Um, that you could maybe give them some recommendations or um, give them some ideas of what they could try while they're on their own. Like maybe it's like, say you have plantar fasciitis and it's really tight and usually they do an adjustment and they're, you know, one of the recommendations would be how to roll a ball or how to do some certain stretches and you're showing them how to do that um, and whether you offer that as a paid or a um, free service is totally up to you but either one will help build your business and then or could you do like a lot of people have um, energy work that they can do remotely so could you do that over zoom um, I have several of my clients that I'm moving that direction because they can still do what they're doing as long as they can see you um, in some capacity, they can still do their work. And then uh, again, this is a great time for anybody in any business to start doing some follow-up with people that have reached out to you or that have maybe fallen through the cracks um, and get them uh, re-engaged with your business and your brand and maybe creating a special offer for them to return after you reopen. So the last um, key point that I want to make, and these are, I have three specific questions that I want you to ask as you're trying to pivot right now, um, is to just do some 
really intentional listening. What are people struggling with right now? I gave you so many examples in here of questions that just came up, just being on Facebook, like, and, and in my email, like certain things that come up across my board. And I want you to do that for the people that are your ideal client. Now, if you're struggling still with your ideal client and you don't know who that is and you don't know how to figure that out, I do have an ideal client worksheet that you can go download for free at alisaconnor.com forward slash ideal client. And it will be in the show notes, which will can be found at alisaconnor.com forward slash 82 because this is episode 82. But figure out, you know, what are your people, your ideal clients struggling with right now? And then ask yourself, what are they gonna need later? This is what they're struggling with now. Can you solve that problem? And if you can, how? And if you can't, what are they going to be struggling with later? So if you're a hairstylist, you know, later is probably in your radar, they're gonna have grays. So how can you create a solution now to solve that problem later? Or how can you invite them or introduce them to a solution that will be available to them as soon as things reopen. So I'm going to run through those one more time just so you have um, the basic questions. But number one is what can you quickly move online in your business? Number two is how can you become or stay visible to your community? Number three is what can you do to prep now for when you reopen? Number four is what can you do now to bring in some revenue or money or generate some revenue and income? And number five is to ask the three simple questions. What do your people need now? What are they going to need later? And how can you offer a solution to them both now and later or one or the other? I hope that this helps you to feel a little bit more calm during this time of uncertainty and to realize that all is not lost. Um, Don't give up hope. Put your focus towards what you can control. And I will be back next week. I typically have these episodes planned out, but I'm kind of going with the flow. So this one was not in the order of what I normally talk about. I would love to hear you come and chat with me on Facebook in the Small Business Builders group and uh, tell me, you know, what you got out of this episode, if you got some great ideas, or if you just maybe need to brainstorm a little bit. I will see you over there. In the meantime, have a great week. Great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll see you next week. Take care. Just a quick reminder, don't forget to grab that free ideal client worksheet that will help you map out who your ideal client is, where they're hanging out, and how you can connect with them better so that you can quit fretting about your marketing, get out of the overwhelm, and start attracting the clients that you want to work with that will pay you and grow your business. You can grab that at alisaconnor.com forward slash ideal client.